Hello, this is Kathy Donchek for the Steiner Books Sunday Letter Podcast. Today, I'm talking to Dr. Lakshmi Prasanna from her home in Noosa, Australia, and from my home in Cody, Wyoming, in the United States. Today, I asked Lakshmi, how can we help families create healthy rhythms and routines and reduce anxiety in this new, uncertain world? I thought she might answer with nutrition by starting in the kitchen and cooking meals together. Her answer surprised me. Thank you for listening. Oh, personally, for me, it's a relaxing time, but I will not assume that for every person, the kitchen and the cooking environment is the same relaxing. Mm-hmm. At this moment, it's in so like unique situation in a way. Every single person has to face something new. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's also an opportunity for every single individual to go inward and ask, what is it that I can create only I can create to meet this situation? It's a great opportunity. Yeah. So I ask at this moment, every person, you go inside and then you'll find a little treasure which you only have. You can access it and bring that out as a gift and somebody needs it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it all depends on what relaxes that parent at home. Some parents might be very good and they relax when they tell a story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some might relax when the child is in the bathtub. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some might relax around a board game. Some might relax just actually just sitting around and having a meal, not necessarily cooking in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. So all possibilities, but anything that avoids anxiety is important. So what you're saying to parents is it's not necessarily about rhythms or cooking or nutrition or anything else. At this moment, what it's about is doing things that allow you to feel the most like yourself without anxiety. And whatever things those are for you, which is very individual to all of us, that is where you begin? Yeah, yeah. With a pet, with garden. So sitting around in the garden, uh, working on the garden. Yeah. So it's uh, for me, it's very, very important before we talk about anything else, whether I'm working on nutrition rhythms or building up immunity of my children mm-hmm. or caring for different age groups in the same family. Uh, it's essential for everyone to find their own calm spot. Mm. There is, it's not going to benefit anybody, even if you do the best service, if one is anxious. If you add to the anxiety factor, if you add to the fear factor, whatever benefit what you are giving is actually neutralized. Or sometimes anxiety causes more damage. So are you saying that through our actions, we are being honest with our children that many things have changed? We're home together. Different things have happened and changed in their routine. We're giving them the appropriate amount of information for their age or or development. But we are explaining that everything is new. And with everything that we do, they are following our lead and learning from us whether or not they should be anxious or how we express how we're processing this as changes happen constantly, hourly, how we are doing that, that is how they are going to respond? Yeah, yeah. How well I'm prepared to meet the new change as an adult 
in the environment that well children imitated mm-hmm. and they take strength from our capacity to make the change and this we do very creatively it it needs a lot of creative forces how do i make the reality and then still present it to the children in a way that they can work with it they can because children don't have to need uh, need to know everything they don't have to know everything it's not they need but they need is to feel safe and secure mm. around the grown ups who are responsible for them yes yeah right now it's parents at home i like what you're saying that our children will take strength from how we meet this change because our world has been disrupted too so you're what you're saying is how we how we find the space that we need and how we meet this change yeah is going to affect them greatly yeah. as the grown-ups around them that are responsible to make them feel safe and secure yeah yeah that's really about it and today morning i was talking to a mother of three children and she's a therapist and she herself was a, a world of graduate from germany living in australia now supporting the whole community and supporting her family and supporting her children so all that i spoke to her is about how the primary focus is actually supporting herself first and uh, and then she's available for her family and for her three little children who are at home and who need to understand why they are at home why they're not allowed to go to school and but they don't have to have all the information that we are getting now on our media which is necessary for us yeah. but not necessarily for the child so this is where we talked about how do we do it how do we talk to our children about what's happening without giving them too much information yeah yeah and do they need to know because all that they need to know is actually um, oh this is going to be fun i'm home and i'm with my mom and dad and then this is a new day and new fun yeah something is happening in the school something is happening in the world especially for children under 7 so they are part of the whole environment and part of mom and dad and if mom and dad are relaxed with the new change they just are relaxed at home they don't have to understand intellectually what is happening maybe little older children need to hear something but not whole thing because many grown ups are overwhelmed with the amount of information that is coming now through the media yes information is good information is mm-hmm. good but it can also overwhelm and freeze people so how do we give information how do we educate in this acute cri- critical time and still make sure yeah that it is the information is in service of action that's really important you were talking about the grown-ups all of us are overwhelmed by the amount of information that we are taking in but we need to be careful that the information that we're taking in is in service of action can you say more about that however much i love people now humanity and people around me and however great ideas i have now finally what i do in these times is what matters Yes. Yeah, it's not about my ideas and my thoughts and my great creative ideas. It's not about how much love I I feel in my heart for everyone. 
it's really about what can I do? What can I do for a person who now is in an economical crisis? They can't work and they're not going to be paid. Mm-hmm. And uh, what can I do for a person whose uh, aged parents are in the nursing home and they cannot visit them? And they have this pain and anxiety and grief. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What can I do for the parents whose children are at home now and they were not prepared for it? Yeah. It's it's really the action. Mm-hmm. Each one of us who is capable of action and each one of us have something special we can do with our hands. Could be many, many possible things we can think about. Anything special that my hand is made to do, I can do. That makes a big difference. I realize we are all experiencing these rapid changes at the same time, but very differently. Yeah, yeah. We hesitate because we don't want to give advice to someone because all of our lives are designed differently. Some of us have more tools in the toolbox for staying at home because that is the way that our life was designed. Yeah. Some of us have more tools to deal with living in a more urban environment where you're able to have a lot more freedom and picking things up versus doing more of a home life type of a thing. Yeah. I also realized that even in my own advice to my staff to rest more and work less and to take your time may or may not be the right advice for them because we are so individual. Yeah. But it's the premise behind it, right? Which is giving people the freedom to decide for them what's right. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it's a huge shift in many areas. Again, I will say it's individual because for some people, they actually want to give and they find peace when they give. And if they stay in one place, they might feel more anxious about it. So I'm asking each person, um, so how do you feel? And then uh, how do you meet the situation inside you? What comes out of you to meet the situation? Is it a will to do something for others, uh, to slow down and take this opportunity and time to do a lot of things which you could not do in the last few months? Or is it the time that you really want to go for a walk and then be with yourself? Is it the time you want to contact your neighbors and look after them? This individual impulse is something which for me is uh, very unique over the last few weeks to observe how every person responds to it differently and to leave every person free and serve every person's wish to come true. Yes. Yeah. So somebody said, I wish that we can keep food in this place. Leave food for all those people who can't go for work today mm-hmm. and who can't buy food today. Yeah, that's great. If someone wants to cook and leave. And then I heard, I read somewhere on the media that this person, this girl, leaving her phone number every home and saying, if you need any help, you can call. I'll come and help you. Oh, yeah. Somebody said, like, can I do shopping for the old-aged people or immunocompromised people in this neighborhood? Can I drop toilet papers for all the old people? So being socially responsible, being conscious about safety and still reaching out is really bringing new art in in human caring. I have not met anybody who is not touched by this. That's interesting, isn't it? Well, yeah, there are certain things that we all share, the feelings of wanting to help and, and, and that type of thing. And it does pull people together. We're all experiencing it at the same time. Yeah, this could have been a a natural disaster or war 
and I'm, I'm so glad it's not war which is causing a lot of destruction. It's actually something which is bringing people together and which is bringing this consciousness. Is it necessary or am I just doing it out of habit or do I have to do it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, shopping malls closed. How many people really miss shopping? And when the shopping malls open again, how many people will go back without thinking about it? Do I need to go? Did I miss it? Was it good not going to the shopping when it was not needed? So world is never going to be the same again when we come back. How will our perception of our needs change after all of this? Yeah. What do I really need and do I want to have it when my my brothers and sisters out there in the world don't have it? Will I be happy if I'm the only one who has all the food and all the supplies and knowing that all others are suffering? Are you in more of a city area right now, Lakshmi, or more of a rural area today? I, I actually, today it's a little remote, but till yesterday, day before, I was in the city, Melbourne. Yeah, my daughter lives in Melbourne and friends are in Melbourne and we're constantly talking to each other. Uh, today, there is uh, one of our psychology friends who is working in the school in Melbourne City. Mm-hmm. But children are not there in the school, but all the staff come to the school, sit together and organize online courses and support the families. And mm-hmm. Yeah. And she was talking to me how important it is for her to go to school today and be available mm-hmm. for their new needs and how to support herself so that she can support all the people who need her support. Thank you, Lakshmi. This is a conversation where we did not know where we would go, but I think ending here so that we can talk again soon about how to help the teachers, the therapists, and the social workers, and the school doctors support themselves and their ever-growing needs as they support their communities. I would like to thank Dr. Lakshmi Prasanna for joining me today on the Steiner Books Sunday Letter Podcast where we hope to bring you inspiration and information to support you through this global health crisis from our authors and experts. You can learn more about Dr. Lakshmi's work at doclakshmi.com. That's Dr. Lakshmi Prasanna. Thank you so much for joining me today. Until next time, this is Kathy Donchek.